Now that we're stepping into an era where digital learning is so much a part of the way in which children are educated these days, now more than ever, it is important for children to understand critical thinking. Bron Harrison here from Be Rhythmic, where we believe in a world where people can heal, grow, be moved and feel good through music. Some good questions to ask, whether you're a student or even a parent, is when we devour content, which we devour content every day, sometimes consciously and sometimes subconsciously, who wrote it? Who produced it? What are their intentions or their qualifications? It's great to ask questions about media as you're consuming it, whether that be textbooks or anything on the internet or the TV or social media and even to think critically about what your teachers and your parents tell you about. My job as a teacher is really to cultivate a culture of fact-checking and source-seeking as opposed to blind belief. I've never subscribed to the culture of because I said so. It's never really floated with me. And of course, it's not to be intentionally disobedient, but I think it's important to inspire others to question and have a thirst for curiosity. The School of Life had some enlightening statistics around just how much we are consuming information and media. At any one time, there's three billion people on the internet. Three out of five people check the internet the first thing when they wake up in the morning and the last thing at night time. And that's ahead of interpersonal conversations or communication. Nine out of 10 people would rather surf the internet instead of reading a book. Every minute on Facebook, there's 2.5 million pieces of information per minute. On YouTube, there's 72 hours per minute being uploaded. Apple, you'll see 50,000 apps being downloaded per minute. From the beginning of time up until 2003, only five exabytes were created. That's a quintillion bytes. And now five exabytes are created every two days. Google will see 2.5 million searches per day. And most of the information is nonsense. So how do we understand fact from fiction? The most popular question typed into Google is what should I do with my life? And I think perhaps this could be better answered by talking with your close friends and family. So what does it mean to think critically? I believe children must be taught how to think, not what to think. Some things to consider are the purpose, the authority, the accuracy, the relevance and the currency and comprehensiveness of any information that's put in front of you. For example, is the source credible? What is the purpose of the content? Why does it exist in the first place? Is the point of the information to persuade us, inform us, to teach us something or to sell us something? Do the authors and the publishers make their intentions clear? Does the information appear to be fact or opinion? Is the information impartial? Do they identify counter arguments? Thinking about authority and the author, who is the author and what are their qualifications and experience? What makes an author qualified to write on a topic? Do they have the credentials to? 
having clearly defined and transparent contact information for the author can be a helpful sign that it is an authentic source. Who's the publisher? Is it a private entity or is it the government? Because this might directly impact the point of view of the author. What does the URL tell us about the content? For example, .gov may have more relevance than .com or .info or any other dots. How can we rely on the truthfulness of content? A great question is not only to ask where does the information come from, but can it be tested or can it be verified? Is it supported by evidence? Does the content involve emotion or is it free of emotion? And does it include bias? Are there any spelling and grammatical errors? Another thing to question is relevance. A lot of people confuse causation and correlation. A correlation does not automatically mean that the change in one variable is the cause of the change in the values of the other variable. And causation indicates that one event is the result of an occurrence of another event, i.e. there is a causal relationship between the two events. A funny example of this is there's a high correlation between divorce and the consumption of margarine in the US. Now, having an initial look at some media online, you might want to assume that if you eat more margarine uh, than the average Joe Blow, that you might have a higher chance of divorce rate. But it's just the fact that these correlate. One doesn't cause the other. Another funny example is the amount of death rates by being tangled in your bed sheets correlates with the total revenue generated by skiing facilities in the United States. Um, again, you would think that um, maybe skiing might cause you to die in your, in your bed sheets by being tangled, but really the two have nothing to, to do with each other. And this happens frequently in media and in information where there's a correlation between two seemingly unrelated facts, but they're put together to try and change the mind of the person consuming the media. Some other good questions to ask are around how current the information is that we're digesting. Information changes really quickly, so it's good to try and keep your finger on the pulse of what is the most up-to-date information. Sometimes older sources can work well, but it's just good to keep your finger on the pulse to make sure that you've got the most appropriate information at hand. And then there's comprehensiveness. So making things easily understood, particularly for children, is particularly important. How does this relate to drumming and drum teaching? Well, Be Rhythmic, as you probably know, has a lot of online resources available to its students. And we want to make sure that this information has been summarized and put into easily understandable short videos and short PDFs and downloadables. So it's easy for students to digest the information in front of them. And hopefully the students can be confident that the information that is available to them has been put together from drummers and percussionists over years and years of experience. In entertainment and the arts, if you start to become aware of it, you'll start to realise perhaps your own biases that exist when you're ingesting media, whether it's the kind of movies that you're watching or the kind of music that you listen to. A lot of the media that we ingest is homogenised and standardised and doesn't necessarily embrace diversification or minorities. 
And something we certainly believe is that it is okay to be different and it is okay to be a minority. It's not only desired, but I really believe it's required for a healthy, functioning civilization. It's also really important, I think, for children to understand because they are the ones who are creating media for others to consume. And it's important to be cognizant of the fact that we are multidimensional and there's a lot of sides to us and a lot of people only get to see very small amounts of that. There's a lot of critics that might have belief systems around just a very small part of you. We have different aliases and avatars and these exist simply by having an online presence. And they're not actually indicative necessarily of who we are. I recently had a conversation with a 12 year old about all of these kinds of things and kids are really smart and they are aware, a lot of them, that the media that's put in front of them should be questioned. So I guess in summary, as a studio, we fully support our students questioning things, being curious, bringing things to us as tutors and saying, hey, what do you think about this? And what what does this mean? And is this true? I did a video recently in our members area about a video clip that had been put together from about five different artists. There was a break dancer and another artist. And can we really believe a lot of the things that we ingest online? Anyway, that's it from me this time around. I hope you are all very, very safe and that we can continue the conversation around how to digest digital information in a critical manner. Thank you. Ron Harrison is the author and producer of the Be Rhythmic podcast, sound designed by Be Recording. We couldn't do this podcast without our wonderful tutors and students. For more episodes, go to berhythmic.com.au.